Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I was a bouncing in and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we just hang on. What's up, guys? Welcome to a little bonus episode of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson. It will be just me today. We're going to bring on uh, Spencer Based in here in a little bit. He is running uh, in 2022 uh, full-time with the World of Outlaw Sprint Car Series, uh, competing for the Kevin Gobrecht uh, Rookie of the Year Award um, with CJB motorsports uh behind a couple new sponsors in signing day sports and jrc transportation we're going to talk to him uh get to the bottom of all that stuff um kind of hear his thoughts about it uh we would have just waited till later in the week uh to have uh spencer on for that uh, midweek episode uh but we have houston's track champion justin henderson uh lined up to talk to me and damon uh later this week that one should be in your feeds friday um and this one we'll have out today, I believe. But nonetheless, Spencer Basin with uh, some big uh, big news to share there. Can't wait to uh, bring him on here and talk to him. Uh, other than that, um, still kind of a big day for uh, racing news. Brandon Overton was seen uh, last night at uh, Millbridge Speedway practicing a micro sprint. Uh, cars kind of similar to what you see uh, midget. Uh, that's ran the uh, Chili Bowl Nationals uh, down in Tulsa. Um, so that was interesting to see. He's the top uh, late model guy in the U.S., and he wants to run the Chili Bowl. Uh, the other one already wins the Chili Bowl uh, out in Kyle Larson. So um, it'll be interesting to see if he uh, goes down there and does that. We plan on being down in Tulsa all six days. Uh, for the Chili Bowl this year. I'm super excited for that. I've heard everything about it, and uh, I can't wait to uh, get down there and see uh, just what it's all about. Um, entry list stuff should start dropping in in a month or so. Uh, kind of waits until you get to the off season to get the hype up um, to the biggest event of the uh, winter months, I guess. So should be fun. I'm excited for that. Uh, Let's go to some asphalt stuff. Uh, real big headline here, and Simon Pagano uh, in the IndyCar series leaving uh, Team Penske. I don't, I don't think his contract was being renewed. I don't think he left on his own accord. I think he was forced out. But he's going to Meyer Shank Racing uh, to team up with Elio Castroneves. Um, they used to be Team Penske teammates uh, back in the day when I was a little kid. Um, so Simon is the 2019 Indy 500 champion. Elio came back this year on a partial schedule and still won the Indy 500. So they've got uh, two of the past three Indianapolis 500 uh, champions under one roof. I don't think there's any way you can spin that to where that's not a uh, super team for a two-car team. Uh, this is the first year they're going to go two, two cars full-time at Meyer Shank Racing. It's that black and pink 
uh, car that Jack Harvey was driving up before this. So Jack Harvey says he's got a better deal uh, lined up than the Meyer Shank racing team. So I'm interested to see where he goes. Um, and I don't think we'll ever see a money figure on it uh, or any benefits, any, anything like that. Um, but I'm interested to see uh, what team ends up actually signing Jack Harvey uh, between Ray Hall Letterman and uh, um, Andretti Autosport. So those are my, those are my guesses. Those aren't any source things, but we'll see how that happens. Um, and last but not least, the NASCAR Xfinity and Truck Series schedules should be out this week. Don't expect to see Iowa Speedway on them. Uh, I hate saying that, but uh, I can't tell you to expect it and have you be let down. I'd rather not go through that <laughs> junk. So don't expect to see Iowa Speedway on there. Expect uh, Portland uh, might be coming for one or the other. Uh, ton of people have kind of uh, danced around talking about Portland International Raceway, doing some NASCAR stuff. They're big on the IndyCar schedule, usually a late race in the year. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know what day, what time they're dropping, uh, but look for them uh, rather soon. I, I would uh, venture to guess. So um, with that, let's get Spencer Basin on here. All right, so we now welcome on a very special guest, um, a former USAC Midget National uh, Series winner and the driver of the CJB Motorsports car that's going to run full-time with the World of Outlaws in 2022, Spencer Basin. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. It's uh, been exciting the last couple of weeks and excited that uh, the news is officially out and we can start building and focusing on the future. How, uh, how quickly did this deal come together? I know you were even kind of supposed to race the uh, McGee 11 last week, right? Yeah, it's been a deal that's honestly probably been coming together longer than what most people realize. It's uh, something that Barry and I have been uh, in correspondence the last couple of years, just trying to figure out how we can figure out how to get to race together. Um, was planning on running, you know, a handful of races this year. Uh, at the beginning of the year, kind of had that planned out. I ran those two at Eldora with the Outlaws at the beginning of the season in May. Um, and then there's supposed to be some more to follow, but then the 11 opportunity came about. And, um, you know, I talked to Barry about that opportunity and he felt it was wise for me to go take it because the seat time we felt that was, um, you know, the opportunity for the seat time at the 11 was more valuable than the few races I was going to get to run in the five. So, um, did that. And, and it was a really, really good decision. And I, I had a really good time racing the 11. Um, I really liked the McGee's and, and everything they did for me. So I'm grateful for that opportunity and, uh, got to work with Kevin Osmolsky there and made some really good gains and, you know, won some big races. So, um, but that never really, I don't think that ever really veered me off track of what my vision was for 2022. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm thankful that it's, you know, it's all came together now and, and here we are. Absolutely. And how, you know, you, uh, the release mentioned that signing day sports and JRC transportation are hopping on, uh, to give you some sponsorship back and how big were uh, both those companies and this deal coming together? Um, they're definitely helpful. Obviously every, every bit helps, um, signing day, 
uh, was gracious enough to kind of help me in this process. And it's actually a company that I worked with a little bit uh, in the past um, in helping build out their their company, uh, their digital recruiting platform um, for high school athletes all across the country. And then uh, GRC is more of the, of you know, Barry and Chad's side that I'm looking forward to, to meeting with those guys for the first time. And then, um, you know, grateful for, for their um, contribution to the program and, and making all this happen. There's always, you know, a lot of partners and a lot of people that go on scene that make the world go around in the racing industry. And uh, some of those people are, are really important. And, and I'm glad to represent both of those really well. Absolutely. And, you know, fans on the outside uh, don't see uh, what we see kind of in sprint car racing um, and how difficult it is uh, when you're kind of bouncing around different rides and stuff. You know, you go to NASCAR and if you're going to get an opportunity, you're going to get a one race deal. You're going to sign that deal. You know, it's for that day. And you know, that's that. And then you kind of reconvene after that, but sprint car racing, you kind of, you might get a call and end up going and racing somewhere that weekend uh, that you didn't know you'd be going to on Thursday or something. Um, I know you had a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, the beginning of this year was a lot of hopping back and forth, a lot of filling in, um, you know, I, I jumped around, filled in for CJ Leary in the 55 car at Hopstot to kind of start the year. I was running some races with Bernie in the 71, um, uh, the 13 car that got hurt, uh, poor Royal. So I filled in for him. Um, and then, you know, just lots of, lots of jumping back and forth and a lot of, yeah, a lot of weeks where I thought I had the weekend off and made plans and those plans <laughs> change cause I get a call on a, on a Thursday and, and I'd head out first thing the next morning and, um, you know, just kind of piece it together and, and that it kind of builds character, but it sure isn't ideal. And so to, to think that now next year I get to just solely focus on one car and one car only is something I'm really excited for. I think it'll, it'll go a long way, uh, you know, building that chemistry with one group, um, getting comfortable in one car, racing with one series. Uh, it's something I'm, I'm really excited about. That's going to help you out a lot. Cause I, I mean, I've kind of said that to people in passing kind of that you're one of the more underrated, probably the most underrated free agent name that's kind of out there that bounces around. If you get comfortable with one car, it's gotta be a lot easier for you. Um, and I didn't want to lead into this with that, but, um, you had kind of a rough time with, uh, when your wing sprint car career, you know, you thought about quitting for a bit, right? Um, I wouldn't say quitting, um, definitely slowing down. Uh, you know, when I first kind of got going and, and the midget world really took off and, um, you know, started having success there and then started running with the Swindells and, and their car in the 39 and had a little bit of success there, uh, there for a minute. I'm like, all right, this is, you know, we're heading in the right direction. Then it kind of just plateaued around 2019 opportunities stopped kind of presenting themselves. And I was kind of bouncing between cars. I didn't really probably want to be in. And it just all of a sudden it's like, man, this isn't nearly as fun when you're not having success. Um, and you know, the financial aspect of it too, you got to be able to figure out how to make a living. And, uh, so I, I kind of got a part-time job with signing day sports, um, and was helping some of them kind of build their stuff out. And, and, uh, you know, then I'd get to race a little bit on the side here and there, but never really, I don't think I was ever to the point I was, you know, I'm done with racing. I never want to race again. It's mm -hmm. my mindset shifted to where I was no longer reliant upon racing to make a living. 
I was no longer uh, banking on that being my only source of income. That's when I started, you know, spending a little bit of my time and, and, and kind of thought process on different things. Um, and that was just because of the security. You got to have secure, you know, job security and I've got a house and, you know, I've got some bills and stuff like that. So, um, but then this all shifted and it all happened so fast, uh, you know, ran well last year at Knoxville with Bernie, um, got to, you know, a little attention from that. And that kind of opened the door for some fill-in rides this year. And then the 11 called, uh, middle of the summer and said, Hey, can you be here tomorrow? And it was a, it was a really kind of a big decision, something I wanted to do, uh, just cause it's a full-time ride and it's a great opportunity and they're, they're a good program, but it was just, a, that was completely against what my mind had shifted to, but loaded up, took the chance and made it happen. And it was, you know, it turns out to be one of the better decisions I've made. Yeah. You started eighth in that national nationals, right. And ended up going forward, finishing fifth. Yeah. And that technically it wasn't, it wasn't I get that right? nationals and it sure as heck didn't pay like the Knoxville nationals, but that's fair. Yeah. Everyone Did I get that right though. I was eighth, eighth to fifth. Yeah. I'm impressed with myself. I can't believe I nailed that. I think, I think you're right. I'm pretty certain you're right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was at the uh, the one and only um, kind of replacement event for the Nationals. And Spencer's going to talk it down because all you guys, all you guys are way too humble. Um, that was <laughs> that was a Knoxville Nationals field. He, he had the talent around him. That was an impressive drive. So that's good to see that that you know pays dividends off. Um, you got forty starts between the Outlaws and the All Stars this year. Two wins with the All Stars and twenty one starts, and uh, one win with the Outlaws in. 20 starts and to bounce around as much as you do and still end up bringing home a few wins. is pretty impressive. I got to say, I think you'd want Attica on the schedule a few times next year. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely excited to get back to Attica. That place <laughs> honestly hasn't ever been like when I first went there, it wasn't like, man, this is the greatest track of all time, but I've just always, I feel like I've always been comfortable there. Obviously my results have shown that um, good facility. It always seems to race really well. Uh, our package in the 11 was really good on the slick track and that's what Attica seemed to be both nights we won there. So, um, definitely excited to go back to Attica. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I should have said that beforehand. Um, two of his three wins this year came at Attica, one of them in the Brad Doty classic. So that had to have been cool to win. Um, you, you know, you have the unique, uh, trait of a guy who's bouncing in and filling in with different rides, but, you never really go off the national tour. You're always racing against the best fields that you can. Do you think that preps you a lot better off than most rookies that come to the outlaws? I would like to think so. I've always just had it in my mindset. You have to surround yourself with stiff competition in order to make yourself better. Um, I think subconsciously going and running a local weekly show can lower your just overall performance. And just like I said, subconsciously, you don't realize it's happening, but when you're racing a, not as full of a field, you're going to slow down yourself and just, you know, be content with what you have. And when you race with the outlaws and even the all-stars now, you have to perform at such a high level um, in order to, you know, have success. And so, yeah, there was all, there was races and, and rides of opportunities where I could go run weekly stuff and, and kind of just get laps in, but I was more worried about, I want to stay in 
the scene. I want to stay on, you know, stay in the races that have the biggest competition and really challenge yourself and, and, uh, really try to put yourself out there. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about 2022 a bit. Um, so you're going to go full-time world of outlaws. So your schedule's set for basically the whole year. What would make a good season for you next year with the outlaws? Yeah, I've been asked that question a few times and it's something I've thought about and it's hard to really put a number on it. Um, just because it's going to be such a green year for myself. Um, also the team and, you know, rebuilding stage, but I, you know, I want to be overall, take it how you want it. And, you know, everyone else can take it how they want it. I want to feel like I belong. So I don't want to be, um, you know, by the end of the year, I want to feel like I'm established enough and belong and I'm, I can be in the conversation, uh, earn the respect from others. Obviously I really would like to go out and contend for, you know, some wins next year. Um, and that's definitely something on my radar. Uh, but the biggest thing I think is just to get established and really get to the point where, uh, we're a respected program again. Um, I'm respected as a driver, as a rookie, um, and, you know, really go out there and compete. I think if we just go out and compete every night, the top threes are going to come, the top fives, maybe the wins are going to come, you know, those, those come when you race that many times a year and you put yourself in that position to be up front and, and have speed, you're going to compete for wins. So, uh, that's what I'm really shooting to do. I agree with you on that for sure. Is there a, is there a track um, that you really haven't raced at with the allies or any, anything that like kind of worries you or perplexes you, right. You know, looking at the schedule right now, obviously yeah. the, the actual schedule is not out yet, but you know what right. I mean. Right. You have an idea of, of what it is. Yeah. Pretty much everything back here, uh, you know, in the Midwest, on the East coast, um, you know, Belusia, uh, all of those races I've, I've attended it's the probably the you know the Fargo swing, the North Dakota, South Dakota swing, um, and the West Coast swing. Pretty much, I haven't really touched a lot of those. Uh, I, I got to run a couple of the California tracks beginning of last year before COVID hit when I ran with Tarleton's um, on and off. But yeah, the California, you know, the West Coast swing and, and kind of the Texas Oklahoma swing that we're actually getting to hit uh, here really soon or ones I haven't touched. Um, but you know, the team I'll be with is very experienced. They've been there before. So I'm, I feel more confident, more comfortable going there with the, with the program that has been there, done that type of type of thing. Um, it's just been up to me. I, I'd like to think I, I won't take me too long to adapt to some of these places that even though they are, you know, all so different, um, it's still a racetrack and with the, with the right car and the right crew, I think it'll, uh, it'll sort itself out. And we, uh, we talk about the beginner's luck, uh, quote unquote, in sprint car racing, it seems like the first few weekends you're with the new crew chief, uh, drivers just seem to do really, really good. Um, I don't know how much you guys notice that or if you even notice it at all. Uh, but it's like a funny joke that me and Damon have, uh, my coworker that we just mm -hmm. go back and forth watching, you know, Hey, these two guys just got together. Oh, there's a top three, a top five, and let's see if they drop off or not. Um, do you believe in that at all? And what's it like to you to get that kind of out of the way here at the back end of this season, uh, starting this week with the national open? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think, I don't know if it's luck. I think you're, you know, with the right people, it's just, it's, mm -hmm. you're having results because you're meant to have results because right. you have good people in place. Um, 
these races at the end of this year will be very important uh, to get established, get me comfortable, uh, you know, my confidence in the car, um, you know, Barry, who this will be a, a little bit different of a, of a program than probably what they've ran in the past, just due to we're changing chassis manufacturers. Um, and there'll be some different people involved. So it'll be a little bit of adjustment, but I'm not doubting anyone that's going to be involved with this program and, and how quickly we'll be able to adapt and figure out uh, how to have success and speed. Um, so I would really like to, you know, finish this year strong. I don't expect you out and set the world on fire, but I don't expect you out and struggle either. So uh, it'll take a little bit of time, but like I said, we've got really, really good components. We've got really, really good people that'll be involved in our program. And uh, then it'll just be up to me to, to make it all mesh and, and come out and looking pretty. You take some beginner's luck with 75,000 to win, right? Yeah, that would, that would take a little bit of luck. Yeah, definitely. Uh, last question. What's the new car look like? It'll be out. Um, I haven't seen it extra. Actually, I get out there on Wednesday to get my C mounted and all that stuff. So, um, I've gotten a little mock-up of what the wing will look like, which obviously will give me kind of an idea, um, you know, what the rest of the car is probably going to look like, but it'll, it's all, it's all new stuff. And, and like I said, making the change over to maximum chassis, something I'm excited about some car, the cars that I'm really most probably comfortable in. Um, I've gotten to run a lot of different cars here recently and Maxim seemed to be the best fit. Um, but excited to represent, uh, GRC trucking or transportation and, uh, the signing day sports and, and all that. So, uh, we've got some more exciting sponsors and, and partners that'll be on board with it and excited to reveal those. And, um, guess you have to see it on this weekend. <laughs> um, so, sorry, I got one more. Cause that's, I didn't yeah. even think about um, the chassis deal. You, yeah, you've probably driven about every sprint car chassis out there. How confident are you that you know Maxim's like that's it? That's that's the one I like the most. I'm I'm confident. I, I feel good about it. Those, um, you know, they just seem like they're the most reliable. Uh, their window seems to be bigger than a lot of other manufacturers. I mean, there's all sorts of different ways to have speed in a sprint car. And it comes from, you can have it in really any different chassis uh, manufacturer, in my opinion, but it's just what you can figure out. And then the window of, of uh, you know, comfort, I guess. And Maxim, I've, I feel like has had the, the best window for me personally and, and my amount of comfort and uh, they dabbled with it a little bit this year, but they're excited. They as in CJB, they're excited to just focus on one driver and really build towards something uh, with that Maxim. So um, I'm excited for that opportunity. Hopefully we uh, make everyone back at Maxim happy. And uh, you know, I, I suspect that um, it may take a little time to get our notebook built out, but I don't think it'll be uh, too long before we're, having speed and, and being able to rip some good laps and qualifying and, and putting together all night. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time and hopping on here with me. We appreciate it a ton. Absolutely. Thank you.